Welcome to this bonus. It's a very rare bonus of Beyond This Earth because we're doing another project in between this particular time. I hope that all of you are having a very safe and healthy new year. I just want to update a couple of things before you can continue about your day. If you are just listening to this. Now, we had some passings that recently took place before the year began and after. Two of them dealing with football. One of them being John Madden, who passed away a couple of days ago. He was 85 years old. Dan Reeves, who also played in the who played who played the National Football League and coached the National Football League, and went with three Super Bowls with John Elway in the 80s, also passed away. He was in his 84 years old. And then what shocked a lot of people in the internet sphere and all over the United States, the death of Betty White, who was 99 years old and was only a couple of weeks away from her 100th birthday, which would have been on the 17th of January. So we want to send all our condolences to those three legendary people that have done things within their particular places that they have become successful in. One of them in Hollywood, the other two with the National Football League. There was an interview that was done by Joe Rogan from Mr. Mark Mo. Um, I just want to get his name first. From Dr. Robert Malone, excuse me. And Dr. Robert Malone had that interview in his three hours, and he almost felt like it was an hour because a lot of the information that he put out there on that particular show was absolutely fascinating. Another fascinating interview that was also discussed was Michaela Peterson, who is the daughter of the da- the daughter of um Pier- uh, the other Pearson, um Joe Pier- Pearson, I believe. Um, that's his the the, the daughter of uh, Pierce uh, the other Pearson, who is famous. Lord, go clean your room, that sort of thing. He had an interview with Rolla Tomasi. It was a fascinating interview. I suggest you take each of those interviews into consideration. I will talk about what we have learned from those interviews when we come back on the 22nd of January. That is my plan. So everybody here got things to... Make sure they have everything handled. But I just want y'all to understand what has happened since this interview has taken place. Let me go through some parts of what he said in this interview because there was a cliff note done on the on Twitter from another uh, poster, um, Jonathan Witt. And then he pretty much transcribed and showed what he said in the interview. But this is just some of the cliff notes. I'm only going to give a couple of this because certain things have had taken place after this interview. Rogan brings up the Twitter ban. Malone said he is publicly the only person with a background without a conflict of interest. Said he's earned his month. There's no money from this, unlike others. He surmises this is um, Malone why he was banned from Twitter. 
COVID Care Alliance video regarding these particular treatments and or posts from the World Economic Forum, the media management, not completely understood and known at this time, which was the offending tweet. He said that Mr. Malone already had this particular um, event and said his lungs were burning. Said he took Femiltine. Describes a child will help design Femiltine and Xolata to treat this particular pandemic. Further, the FDD will not allow an unfermented arm study despite data. Malone said he got the Chinese protocols in 2020 and these include hydroquantoclin. This is dealing with how you're going to deal with COVID. Said he gave the information to the U.S. government. Rogan mentions the appearance of success of ifermethrin and asked what happened in Uttar Pradesh. High use of ifermethrin and low deaths. He also continues. Malone discusses the trusted news initiative led by the BBC and their charge against misinformation and disinformation and the use of the term anti-vaxxer to suppress anything against approved sources being Fauci and Telderos. Discussions turned to cancel culture in the medical field. Previous examples being Deucesburg versus Fauci and the now leaked emails between Fauci Collins aiming to ridicule the Great Barrier Declaration founders. Mars says that virus is unreliable but is the best we got. Says there are issues both ways. Death post vaccine, not necessarily vaccine caused. And vaccine correlated. However, we had the system for decades so we can look at trends and use aggregate value with large sample size. Malone says that the FDA has not done their job, maintains data manipulation in the case of Manny Degare, which was allegedly reported by gastric distress by Pfizer in the trial when it's claimed that she had a seizure and is now wheelchair bound. Malone says that Thompson Runners is the fact checker of choice for Twitter and they are in turn tied to Pfizer. This part decides which is allowed to be discussed on Twitter. So he discusses the attack on physicians, highlight cases of Peter McCullough and Kirk Millian. Malone talks about the attack against him, has his license removed based on tweets on the Atlantic attack or written about him, claims that he killed millions. Rogan's then brings him about the statistics around myocarditis. Malone says data shows incidents up to one out of one twelve down one two thousand seven hundred myocarditis could employees please vaccination. Claims that this myocarditis is different, but says no data. Other adverse effects such as dysmetheria. So and then he continues with this. We will not. We will go through some of more of this in the weeks to come. Once this information came out, once the interview came out, McGory Green, who is a senator, who is a U.S. senator, made a post. The post then was handled by Twitter, and they suspended her account. Michael Tracy later stated the following, Twitter's current covid misinformation policy under which majority Taylor Green was just banned effectively prohibits criticism of official regulations and restrictions even on the grounds of efficacy and then they wonder people are cynical 
This terms of the policy could, of course, be easily applied to COVID fanatical users. What about the harm caused by generating the misleading impression that children were in extreme risk? To take one example of countless others, but of course, it's never enforced that way. As usual, tech officials have made themselves into unilateral arbiters of complex public debates. They have become philosopher kings. But the one-sidedness of the COVID misinformation rules combined with the inherent ambiguity of the harm principle takes it to a brand new level. There's a gigantic explosion of criticism on Twitter this week from COVID hawks and asserted public health types about the CDC reducing their isolation recommendation to five days and official regulation. Is Twitter banning critics of this regulation's efficacy? So, folks, I just want y'all to understand that things are getting real wild. And things are starting to fail. You should have seen the CNN um, New Year's Day thing that they do. It will, after everything that has gone on on CNN, it's just absolutely wild what is going on. Absolutely, fundamentally wild. But we will have more information discussing this and other particular information as well. There was an incident regarding what the situation concerning with um, uh, uh, the red pill and Jack Murphy and the defense from saying by Tim Poole that Jack Murphy was connected to somebody that started to do some heinous shit with serial killing in Denver. He was found out and he has been arrested. And they're now just going around trying to do this and do that. It's not going to continue to go through those things. And um, that's what the thing has become. And it's unfortunate and it's disappointing to sense and witness. And a lot of people starting to ask questions about all these particular manosphere movements and all the rest of it. You have to question some of it, but I think that the grifting is reached the point where what's the basis? What are we going to do this to any other? And that's why I said very early, I told you to listen to the Fresh and Fit podcast, the episode that Roller Tomasi and others were there. I also said just now, listen to the episode that Michaela Peterson had with Roller Tomasi. And then you get to start to have an understanding what that what in the world is going on. So that's all that needs to be said. I wish all of you a happy new year. We're going to be back on the 22nd of January, hopefully in another location. This is Nova Hallback. We'll see you guys soon.